Thank you, ladies. It was really, really nice. Our scripture this morning is found in two places. A casual glance, when I looked at it first this morning, I, I thought perhaps it was reading all of that from 1 Corinthians 1.9 all the way to Hebrews 10.23. We'd have been here a long time, <laughs> but that's not the case. So two scripture readings this morning, and they go like this. 1 Corinthians 1.9 says, God is faithful, by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's from 1 Corinthians 1.9. And then Hebrews 10.23 says this, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful, that promised. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Morning, everyone. Happy Sabbath. Okay, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Does my glasses look okay? You look a little blurry down there. All right, where's, where's Sylvia? Where's Angel? She's out with the baby. Hey, thank you guys for that wonderful song. That was awesome. Gabby, Gail, thank you for that children's story. You know, she always tries to say, I said, Gabby, make sure when you're telling the children's story, you carry the book. She said, Dad, I don't need the book. So you did an awesome job without the book. Uh, thank you, platform team. Um, I want to thank all of you for coming out this morning. And as I look down in the congregation this morning, I'm seeing some familiar faces and some faces I haven't seen in a long while. I see my friend from Madison, I think he's in Rapids now, and I'm seeing Kenny and Tammy. Woo! I haven't seen them in a while. Welcome and happy Sabbath. This morning... Our time together is going to be short. I have about 25 minutes to get you out of here, and I think I should be able to get that done. This morning, I want to reflect on, as the topic says in the bulletin, the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God. Just think about that for a second for me. Close your eyes and to think about the faithfulness of God. Because God is faithful. Amen? All right. Amen. And I know in the announcement today it was mentioned, a lot of things was mentioned, but a lot of you might not know that this coming Monday, my mother-in-law and her husband will be traveling down to Jamaica for two months. In the warmth, 80 degrees. <laughs> and so we pray for safe travel for them. But this morning, brothers and sisters, I want us to reflect, to pause a little bit, Bob, to think about the faithfulness of God. The year has passed where Today is the 8th of December. We have gone through January, February, all the way to December. 
And it's always a good thing, Matt, to kind of introspectively stop, to kind of drown out the noises in the background, and to think about the faithfulness of God. So let's talk about that. Has God been good to you? God is good? All the time? God is good. And he is faithful. Even when we are not. And so... The years pass, we are a little older. And I'm reminded that John, I remember John and I, John Demon sits in the front here. We had a conversation. And I, and I tend to spiritualize things. So I want you to turn your Bibles with me. He says that Carl, I mean, he was just aching. He was having so much aches and pain. And, and uh, I turned to the book of, Matt, of Corinthians. Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter um, 6. And I share this text. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, sorry. And verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. It says, therefore do not lose what? Even though the outward man is what? Perishing, yet the inward man is being what? Renewed day by day. And he goes on to say, For our light affliction, which is but for what? A moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are what? Seen. But at the things which are not seen, for the things that are seen are what? They are what? They are temporary. But the things which are not seen are what? Eternal. And so as we reflect on the faithfulness of God, maybe you are dealing with something right now, and it seems like God is being unfaithful. You cannot feel him, you cannot see him, where is God? And if you are not experiencing that right now, listen up, because you will one day where God seems to be silent. God never said that we won't see trouble. But through it all, he does promise that he will be what? Faithful. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 states that God is working all things together for our what? Our good. Do you see that? He is working. It may not be immediate and it may not be visible right now. But he is always working. And it is always going to be for our what? Good. If we are in Christ. If your situation is not good brothers and sisters today. Know that it is not yet over. Cling to God's promises. Call on him. And he who promised us is faithful. 
No matter what is going on in your life right now, brothers and sisters. You might be going through a stressful time, health problems, finances that have you in a vice, marital problems, relational issues, children who have set your heart in such an aching manner. But whatever problems and pain that you're in today, God's steadfast love for you will never, ever end. Every day, he has brand new supplies of mercy. There is a dawn that is coming after the night, brothers and sisters. And it is all captured in the sentence. God is faithful. Now hear me this morning. You might not be listening, but hear me this morning. This morning, if you are a Christian, you are adopted by a father who will never ever change his mind in regards to you. Never write you off. Never leave you or forsake you. Then you have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Listen, you cannot talk about the one true God without coming to the to this truth. How great is the faithfulness of our God. When an intimidated Moses needed assurance about the massive assignment he was given, he asked for God's credential. Turn with me to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 3. This is Moses now. As God took him and placed him in a wilderness place for 40 years to undo the things of Egypt. And God is now sending him on a mission. But first he had a question, John. He wanted to find out from God, God, who are you? Who should I say? That sends me. And so this morning, brothers and sisters, the core of my message this morning is this. That we serve a God that is mighty. Mighty to save, mighty to rescue, and mighty to deliver. And so, Exodus chapter 3 and verse 11. We pick it up at verse 11. And this is Moses' conversation with God. I'm, and I'm sure that most of us have these conversations with God. And Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? And that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. And so he said, I will certainly be with you. He's assuring Moses. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? 
And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moses wanted to know God's name. So God answered with his covenant name. Yahweh. I am who I am. Now think about it. Think about the meaning of that name. God took the present tense verb to be. And used it for his name. It is a name that expresses God's eternality. But it also announces that in his nature and perfection, in his knowledge, his purpose and happiness, he always remains the same. I am that I am. God never changes. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I am the King of kings and lords of lords, the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. I am the way maker, the one who makes a way out of no way. I am Jehovah Jireh, the pro- your provider. I am your peace, your shelter in the time of storm. I am your joy when you're experiencing sorrow, grief, and disappointment. I am, Jesus declares, the resurrection and the life. I am your shield and butler. I am. Before Abraham was, I am. And God reassures Moses that I am. I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac and Jacob. Fear not, because the I am God is with you. I'm reminded of the story of Jeremiah. Jeremiah had a similar experience with God. Turn with me, Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. God is calling Jeremiah. He calls Moses. Moses wants to find out, God, who are you? What's your name? God kind of pulls him up there, John, and says, listen to me. I am Yahweh. I am the one who took Abraham and and, and Jacob and and, and Isaac and and I, the promise is going to be yours now. You are going to do a work for me. So little Jeremiah, we start in verse 4. Jeremiah chapter 1, in verse 4. He says, then the word of the Lord came to me. This is Jeremiah reporting, saying, before I formed you where? In the womb. God says what? I chose you. Another version says what? I knew you. Before you were born, God says what? I, I, I sanctify you. 
And I, I ordained you a prophet toward the nations. This is God talking to Jeremiah, you know, and little Jeremiah says, Well, Lord, Lord, but I, 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 can't, I can't speak, Lord. You know, I have a little stutter there, Lord, for I am a youth. But what does God say to him? Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I would send you. And wherever I command, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Amen. God is reassuring Jeremiah. So listen, I got your back. No worries. When you go talk to them, their faces might not look pleasant. Some faces might be a little, you know, no smiley there. But God says, I will be with you. But God did something even more for Jeremiah. He says, do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you. To deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord did this for him. Then the Lord put forth, Jeremiah his hands and touched my wife. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my what? Words into your So the words that Jeremiah is going to speak is not his words. They are God's word. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9 says that, Know that Yahweh your God is God. The faithful God who keeps his gracious covenant loyalty for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. God himself testifies, Yahweh have not changed. Job gave this witness about God. He is unchangeable. Who can oppose him? He does what he desires. James chapter 1 and verse 17 declares that calls God the father of light. With him there is no variation or shudder cast by turning. And Hebrew reminds us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And because God is faithful, brothers and sisters, he keeps his side of the relationship even when we don't. Timothy 2 and verse 13 reminds us that if we are faithless, God remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Faithfulness is not something that he does. Faithfulness is who he is. Faithfulness is essential to his being. Without it, he would not be God. The Bible assures us of that over and over again. God never forgets. He doesn't fail. He never falters. He never goes against his word. Second Peter verse 3, 9 and 3, 11 tells us that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us words, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The psalmist David 
looking down the annals of time, sees the faithfulness of God and declares, I was young, no, I'm old. Where's John? I'm getting old, John. Getting old. 54. But David could recount, he says, that I was young and I'm getting old and the body is not doing what it used to do, but David could declare that I have never seen the righteous what? Forsaken or is seed what? Begging bread. Because God is faithful. He is faithful. Listen, when Job lost everything, suffering, privation, and sickness, Job could declare that I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh, Job says that I shall see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, Job declared. I and not another. Job lost everything. But Job could say, listen, that God is faithful even in my suffering. God is faithful. Paul declares, and I like Paul, 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12. Paul says that for which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, Paul says, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have what? Believed and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed to him. Paul says, listen, I'm going through all these trials, but listen, I know that I serve a God that is faithful. And that which I have committed to him, you and I, that God is going to keep it until that day. Sister White says that, listen, we have nothing to fear for the future. Nothing at all. Except as we shall forget the way the Lord has led us and his teaching in the past. These examples of human steadfastness bears witness to the faithfulness of God's promises. Of his abiding presence and his sustaining grace. They testify to the power of faith to withstand the powers of the world. It is the work of faith to trust and to trust in God in the darkest hours of our lives. To feel however sorely tried and tempest-tossed, but our Father is at the end. The eye of faith alone can look beyond the things of time to estimate aright the worth of eternal riches. And so, because God is faithful, I can depend on him. I can count on him. I can look for him to stand. I can look for him to come through for me in every circumstances. Sometimes the truth of the heart like 
of the one are best captured in a song. So this morning, as I come to a close, this song, Terry, usually tears me up when I hear it. Because it testifies of the faithfulness, the goodness of God in spite of man, my human shortcomings and failings. Because irrespective of of me, that God remains faithful in spite of my faithlessness. And so, as you listen to this song, I'm hoping that you too will see the faithfulness of God. Every pain, every tear, there's a God who's been faithful to me. When my strength was all gone, when my heart had no song,
God is faithful. Amen? And he'll remain faithful to the end. All we have to do is to trust him. And he will come through. Our closing hymn this morning is hymn number 100. Great is thy faithfulness. <laughs>